Good day, everyone. Mike and Paul here, back with Wrecked. Uh, we are Wrecked. This is a podcast about life, death, loss, and grief. Again, we're just a couple of dudes that happen to be dads that both lost a kid way too soon. Welcome back to our our next podcast. I'm still at it. And I thought, Paul, today, given we're the week after Thanksgiving, and our last couple episodes have been pretty deep and heavy, thought we'd lighten it up a little bit. Um, maybe I'm just going with my own mood, but feeling pretty good this week and feeling grateful. And, you know, I've talked a couple times leading into last week, Thanksgiving, um, kind of the the... Mm, concern going into the holidays and the, you know, the darkness that I was feeling going in. And um, I can't remember if I mentioned in a previous podcast with you, you know, in, in, in discussion with my therapist, I was kind of sharing some of the concerns I had. And, and one of the things that he and I discussed is instead of kind of, you know, dreading, I guess, the, the holidays is find a way to lean into the holidays and, and find a way to celebrate and honor and, and, um, find joy with, even with, with the loss. Um, so we did that and I'm coming out of, out of Thanksgiving, surprisingly feeling like it was a really a good experience despite not having Braden with us for our first Thanksgiving. So, so I can share a little bit about that, but how was your Thanksgiving? You had Jace home. Um, yes, it was wonderful. And that's a good report. I'm happy to hear that. Uh, and a lot of times we get all hung up about what's going to be, how's it going to be, instead of trying to stay on today. And then it ends up being something that we, you know, didn't really plan on. So I love hearing the word gratitude. And uh, that's where I have to stay. I have to stay in gratitude and so yes jace was home we had a beautiful beautiful thanksgiving up on uh, the salmon river in riggins and we had a family paint night and uh, tons of laughs and uh, tons of hugs and it was cold as a bead so uh and i accidentally put out the gas fire which was not for heat but still it was uh it was funny a lot of goofy things happened. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad to hear about yours, and I'm glad to report about ours. So is San- the Salmon River, Riggins, is it Riggins, Riggins, or close to, um, is, is your place, is that a tradition that you guys go to? Uh, number Riggins? two, we've had this little place that uh, we rented right above, the, right next to the iconic Time Zone Bridge. Mm-hmm. And so you look down on the river and you can look way up the highway. And if you look 200 yards to the north, you go back in time by an hour, which is uh, always a fun topic to get looped in. And uh, so, yeah. And that's literally everyone that's that's because it's at the time zone bridge. Right, right. So Pacific time uh, borders on mountain time. Yes. Yeah. So tell me about this paint night. I love... I love the idea. Um, I might steal it with your permission someday down the road, but I don't know if that's a longstanding tradition. It's new, but no, it's been relatively new. And uh, Jody loves adventures, as do I, and we try to mix things into our adventures. And she found a beginning paint night a couple of years ago. So this is number three, and got a bunch of supplies. 
And we went up there and we got all the supplies out and got on YouTube's, I guess it's called. And uh, some lady walks you through this painting. And uh, man, I'm not very patient. And I got frustrated, you know, and I got to have mine all perfect. And the theme keeps being, it doesn't have to be perfect. This is going to be fun. It just needs to be fun. And uh, my first one was uh, not bad. Jody's made the wall of fame, hung it up there for the full year. And then uh, last year got even better, but still more frustrated and uh, started working, learn, learned a lot about myself. <laughs> and this year, even learned more about myself, but uh, rocked out a really good snowman and uh, came home proud of it and want to work more on it. And uh, all three of them are hanging up on the wall this year. So you're watching a YouTube video. She's she's giving you the play-by-play right, and step how to by do step. it. Everybody's she, painting the same thing. Uh-huh. This is canvas. But and she's a professional, and it says for beginners, but she has... She does it really nicely and uh, goes way too fast for me, right? So, and I got frustrated in uh, junior high as well because you can pause the YouTube's, you know? <laughs> right? <laughs> Which we you can did, pause it. yes. So we uh, we did pause and the rewind, YouTube, and, and we rewind. did rewind it. But uh, then I, you know, everybody's way ahead of me. So then I, I just I feel so weird <laughs> when I uh, can't knock out or keep pace. And I got to wander around and uh, be funny, of course, and uh, go outside and, you know, visit nature and come back in. And, okay, what what are we doing? What What's she doing in that background again? And then. And so you're doing this after Thanksgiving meal. This is the evening activity. This is the evening activity. In lieu of football or in uh, There's no football up there. So they. This is in replace of football. Right. And we had to replace World Cup, too, which Jace wasn't too happy about. But he figured out how to watch it on his phone upstairs. But we okay. couldn't watch it on the big TV. Yeah. Which is one of the bonuses of going up there. You know, you can't get. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. love that. I love that uh, that tradition. I think that's that's pretty cool. So It is because it's just, uh, it's, I hate to use the word, it's forced family time. It's trapped with... Uh, all of our vulnerabilities, my weaknesses, my, uh, you know, my defects of character and, uh, Jace glues it all together, you know, and it's just such a fun, fun night. And I highly recommend it. And I, uh, even before we went up there this year, I got on our smart TV and said, what am I going to, what are we going to draw this year? And then I was leaning towards a gnome, but, uh, Jody found this cool Santa. So we did the Santa and, uh, they're pretty solid. So yeah, you should do it. Yeah, I might adopt that one. I'm I'm trying to think everybody in my family. I know my two daughters are pretty artistic, so they would crush it. Um I've never really seen well, my daughter my my wife's a really good colorer. She colors a lot. So I think I would be the least artistic of our family. So I'd take it as a challenge. Sounds good. It's definitely like a challenge. It. However, gives um, you a true respect for that paintbrush. That's it's hard to do. Really hard to do. Yeah, to to transition to one of our family traditions. Um, I I mentioned this one other time. So we have um, we've had a long. I don't want to say long standing, but when the kids were younger, we started this tradition. I, my wife started. I don't remember where it came from, but we called it the special plate. 
and it wasn't specific for Thanksgiving or or any particular holiday, but it was a as a different plate that we had in our in our cupboard that was um, you know either a different shape or color or whatever. It was just a different plate, and and maybe it started with birthdays when somebody had a birthday, they had a special plate, and as part of having the special plate at the dinner table we'd go around the table and everybody, you know, would have to say something, you know, nice or a story or something that they like about, about that person. You know, it wasn't always the the kids. Sometimes this mom or dad got the special plate or maybe we had a guest and they'd have a special plate. So that was a, a tradition for us for, for a while, especially when the kids were younger. And, uh, you know, it was kind of hit and miss when we would use it, but, you know, we try to use it always on birthdays and things like that. And sometimes, you know, the kids, of course, they, sometimes they're really stretched to, you know, find a compliment for their, one of their siblings and, <laughs> and it would turn into arguments or that what you know, that wasn't really a compliment that yeah. was, you know, you know how, how that could go. So, um, going back to, you know, leaning into Thanksgiving, we were thinking about as a family, like, how do we, how do we do this and celebrate Braden and, and our special plate broke years, years ago. Um, Maybe it was one of those sibling fights. I can't remember how it broke or it disappeared. I don't know what happened to it because we haven't used it for a couple of years. And so going into Thanksgiving, about four weeks or three weeks before Thanksgiving, um, my daughters and I and my wife went to a one of those clay um, where you paint and sip and paint and and uh, then they you know fire it for you and glaze it and all that kind of stuff. So so we went. The four of us went together and picked out a plate and uh shout out to ceramica it was actually a way with clay ah. yeah but ceramic is great too so all the above they're all great um so we showed up and and picked out a plate and the way we decided to kind of paint it was we each took a season um because there's four of us so the, the math works and and each person within that season kind of drew or painted kind of representations of, of Braden and, you know, things that he liked for that particular season, you know, whether it was fishing or biking or whatever, right. Dogs and words. There was, there was, you know, so it was kind of a collage of different things. And, um, I will say, I think my section, I had fall. It was probably one of the best, most colorful at least. Um, so not to brag, but, uh, most colorful for the least artistic. Yes, because I really try to capture the fall with uh, different colored leaves. So I went all out, okay. and my uh, my elk picture in the mountain scene was was pretty epic. Can't wait to see him. <laughs> so anyway, we did this special plate as a family, and then for Thanksgiving, you know, I, I had my sister and my nieces, and we had kind of an extended family there. We had about fifteen or so people at, at the dinner dinner table, and um, had had the special plate, you know, for Braden and and told people ahead of time that we're going to do this kind of tradition at, at Thanksgiving. So we had our Thanksgiving dinner, um, which by the way, I made the best Turkey ever. I could do a whole episode on just the Turkey that I made. It was, it was priceless. God, I'm bragging a lot. Great painter, Turkey maker. I know. Slow down, right. slow down. Um, anyway, long story longer is we, we went around the table and just shared stories about Braden and, you know, talked about what we remember and loved about him and his personality. And each, everybody kind of came with a different, uh, angle or, you know, things that they, they really enjoyed about him and, and, uh, or just different stories, some several stories that I hadn't heard before. 
And we ended up talking for probably an hour and a half, you know, in and out of, of stories about Braden. Sometimes they'd, they'd go on tangents about other things, but, uh, I laughed. Um, I cried. I laughed some more and it was, it made Thanksgiving. It really did. It's going into something that I was really dreading and preparing for it in a way that kind of leaned into it. It was just like, it was actually really, really nice despite, being awful that he wasn't there. It was, I think the best I think we could have asked for. And it was, like I said, it put, put smiles on our faces. It allowed us to cry. Um, but just really put him at the center of it. And, uh, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, and I can't believe I'm saying this cause I look back months ago or whatever. And I'm just like looking at Thanksgiving and the holidays as kind of this black cloud, but turned out it was all right. Good. That's a good report, and uh, that's the positive vibe that I think a lot of people need to hear. And those, you got to do a lot of firsts in this year or longer, you know, first Thanksgiving, first birthday, and uh, that's good that you can check that one off with uh, a smile. Yeah, and. Uh, you said he's gone, but uh, you guys laughed and cried and uh, had a great day of gratitude. Yep. So he's still working in your lives, in my opinion. Absolutely. So that's a good story to share, and I hope maybe that becomes a tradition. I think it will. Good, yeah. good, good. Absolutely, yeah. And and my wife's been really good about keeping a journal of um, – when we, when we come up with stories or think of stories, you know, whether it's any one of us kind of write down different things in, in a notebook, you know, so we, you know, if we're just hanging out and we want to thumb through the journal and, and read different stories about him that other people wrote and stuff like that, it's another thing that we're, we're, we're trying to do. So another excellent idea. Yeah. Just trying you guys to find are doing the deal. I like it. Find, find ways to, you know, find joy in in the midst of of all the darkness and that's what we try to try to do and uh it's it's a work in progress always so um you know one of the things that to kind of transition a little bit that the the word that our my therapist said and when i when i said you know i I just feel like i'm just hearing more about you know i'm just deaths or cancer just like some of these these awful things in people's lives i'm i'm just hearing it more and um the way he kind of put it he's like he's like you're probably not hearing it more is is your frequency channel of what you're paying attention to and really hearing has changed and i think that's really accurate in in that in the past you know if i hear about a you know maybe an accident or something tragic and you know a a death or something you know it might be just kind of a little bit noise in the background you pay attention to it but it's it you kind of hear it process a little bit and and move on is that is that true to you as well since sarah's accident or 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 recently or or anything is that yes all those uh you know, accidents happen all the time and you never really think it's going to be you because you're on your journey. And then, uh, 
it does seem like there's been a lot of crazy stuff of late. And uh, you're uber sensitive to it. And I will answer, yes, I have been too. There's such a, there's just a weight to it now. When you hear about an accident or uh, a disease or something, taking something, somebody out, it just, yeah, like your, like your guy said, it's, you're just wired to receive that differently. Yeah. And it's like a big, heavy, it's got a heaviness to it. And maybe, I don't know, hindsight. Maybe it's always been at this rate. And now since there's two of us, <laughs> the it seems like there's more of it. I can't, I wish I could uh, dissect the data. But, to, you know, not to go off on a tangent altogether, but it does seem like our world's a little bit out of whack and kind of crazy now, like on the, the edge of this being normal. I, I don't know. It troubles me to say that, but yeah, there's there a lot of crazy been stuff going down, which I lot. can't get in the middle of. I got to stay out of because yeah. I can't control that kind of stuff. Well, we have the recent horrific tragedy in, in Moscow, um, you know, and, and then, you know, the mountain biker that was killed in October and, you know, the the kid from, you know, the Meridian High School that was, was killed in um in at beginning of November. It just just those just those alone, um, you know, I, in, in some way, personally, I'm connected to each one of those, mm-hmm. you know. And so and then, you know, if a good friend of mine, her daughter, you know, just found out she has um pretty serious cancer, you know, and, um, and, you know, pray for her and, and, you know, the recovery and, and, and all the treatment goes well and, and all that, um, uh, praying for you, Harper, by the way, but just want to, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm weirdly connected to some of these things and, um, not only paying attention to them and feeling them through the, the tragedies of these, of these other families. But, uh, but in some, I, it's, it's just been a weird year in the, that I feel connected to them. Not that I knew anybody going back to the Moscow deal. I don't know any of those families, but how many connections I have, you know, to kids that have gone to U of I or, you know, or that are currently there. And I know you are so much more, Right, you know, close it, to it that. still hits pretty home, pretty close to home for you, with all of your connections in a pretty tight knit community. Yeah, it's 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 crazy, and you know, I was um, so going back. I think I mentioned to you, I met with um, the father of of the of the boy that was killed in October this week. Um, feel like I've been on a little bit of a tour, not, not intentionally, but just this week. And honestly, I think a bit of it's from, from this podcast because I had, um, the father of this, the, the boy that was killed in October in the, in the bike accident that, um, we've been kind of staying in contact since, since we met. And, and I, I sent him the link to the podcast a few weeks ago and, you know, he sent me a note and said his, his wife and I, he and his wife listened to the podcast and, um, you know, I had, left it open to meet for coffee at some point. And, and we met for coffee this earlier this week and um, 
hopefully it was health, helpful for him. It was, certainly was for me. Anytime I have a conversation, you know, like uh, just a real authentic conversation like you and I have so often is, is, um, you know, just feeling for him and his, his wife, they're in, you know, just in the over a month since the loss of their, their son. And, and then even this morning I met with a friend of mine that they lost their son in the, the accident on, on 10 mile, you know, with this month and, and talk to them and, and, you know, so many similar experiences and kind of the, where they're at and where I remember being at not too long ago. And, um, so many things that, you know, we just connect on in, in, you know, in, in conversation that I would have never wanted to, or been able to connect, um, otherwise. And, uh, so, gosh, yeah, I feel like I've been surrounded by it um, in the last month or so. Just a lot of these different tragedies is so so unfortunate. And so many, you know, unfortunately, so many parents that are going through what you've gone through and what I've I'm, I'm going through as well. So, you certainly have, Michael, and maybe that's uh, the maybe the divine reason for this podcast at this time, with uh, your connections here and Braden's age and development and you know all his connections and uh with me and my connections and the people that you just mentioned so uh i admire the courage of you doing this podcast and i'll say it again the power is in your words and when you describe moving those feet and doing the action. And I went to coffee with this guy this week and then, uh, coming in and telling us how your life isn't over. It's even had some happiness to it and a different element of enjoyment or, uh, memories of all those relationships. It's a beautiful thing. And I can't say that loud enough on this here microphone. I think so much of it. I was talking to my therapist on Tuesday about this. And uh, by the way, I think I, sh- I, I didn't, I wouldn't say I graduated from, th- from therapy because I'm, I'm going to go back. I wouldn't say that, but we're going to take a little bit longer break than, than usual. Um, Cause I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling like I'm in a, in a good place, but I, as he and I were talking about, I attribute so much of where I am today I mean, I don't know if I could even go to to the many places I could attribute that to, but I think this podcast, it, you know, having these kind of conversations, these real conversations about where we've been, where we are, and how we're feeling, and what's what's going on, and all those types of things that we're we're trying to do, but also feeling that this podcast also gives us a sense of purpose that uh, we can take this really shitty hand that, that we've been dealt and somehow not only get gain through this conversation, gain kind of solid ground underneath us, but also have hope that it's going to help somebody else. And I think anytime you can take a tragedy like we've been into, into a positive in some form or fashion feeds you in a way that you need to be fed, you know? And I think that's a lot of how I'm feeling today, almost six months since the tragedy of my son's death and um i just 
I, I'm honestly amazed at how I'm feeling, but I think so much of it feel it is attributed to the conversations that I have with you and and the family that I have and the friends and the support that I've received. I mean, just the list goes on and on. But the reason I say that is because for those people that are going through whatever they're going through, that whatever shit they're going through, whether it's a death or, you know, the recent diagnosis of cancer or, and that's so, I feel like I'm hearing that more and more or, or diagnosis of Alzheimer's or whatever it is. I really think when, and when you can go and find and talk to someone that is, is also, or has been kind of in, in a similar situation and, and be able to relate with somebody like that, it accelerates, I think your, your, uh, processing in, in, I don't know, processing of, of, of all of it in a real, can be in a really healthy way. You know what I mean? So I do. I'm sitting over here smiling. I want to say congrats, which is a weird word to throw out. Congratulations. But, uh, where you are and what you're doing with what you described as that hand, it's uh, it's an inspiration, Michael. I'm not just saying that to get uh, likes over here. It's uh, you are helping, you are spreading hope, and you said you had a weird connection, and it's not a weird connection. It's uh, the ripple of your love, and it's exactly what the doctor's ordering right now is your love, our love, and uh, just to keep it going, just to keep it, you're doing it, man. I love you for that, and uh, well, it's working. Yeah, I feel, I don't know, I'm, I'm almost moved to a spot where I can't describe how good it feels watching you. Well, here, here's the maybe we could edit that out <laughs> which part no. about me watching you no it's it is a little creepy will you just uh, turn the other way <laughs> but here's here's the flip side of it I'll, um, I love you man thank you <laughs> sometimes um, and my wife and I were talking about this recently you know, when someone, even as you were saying this, I kind of felt it, but when someone says, and we've heard this, gosh, we heard this, you know, at, at my, my son's viewing on, on, you know, in early June or mid June, um, you guys are so strong. You're doing so well. Um, and my wife and I were actually talking about that last night cause she's heard that, like, oh, you guys are doing so well. And, um, there's a there's a flip side of that too is sometimes you feel like god am i am i dishonoring him if i'm doing well like am i should i be doing well like what what does that mean and does that mean that i love him less or i miss him less or i or whatever and it gets you kind of second guessing like, God, maybe I'm, what is wrong with me if I'm doing well? Like that's, it, it, you know, it can kind of trigger those thoughts and, and a bit of emotion to make you almost step back and go, what, what the hell's wrong with me if I'm doing well and my son died six months ago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
feeling almost guilty about uh, doing exactly what he would want you to do would be to keep moving oh, on and <laughs> and not so shut down and not uh, not do a million of those things that we do. Yeah. And so, yeah, that that's a normal thought. I've certainly dealt with that. But that brings us uh, the guilt and uh, all those things that are just waste of energy, waste of time. And uh, so, yeah, I think uh, people say that because we are doing really well when we stand up there in that situation, but it's the mask of all time, right? And you go peel that thing off and you're as far from well as anyone would want to talk about. Yeah, I'm glad you said that too because I was going to say something similar is I don't, I mean, for those out there maybe that are listening and, and uh, like, yeah, you, you are doing well, just know that what you see and is not a constant one and also it's not everything that it, that it might appear to be. Um, you don't really know how well a person is doing or not doing and even if someone's doing well right now doesn't mean in an hour some lightning strike of emotion is going to hit and they're going to be um you know falling to pieces again because that is also the reality of i know my life right now is i'm gonna i have some good joyous days where i think everything's going to be okay and then i have those lightning bolt moments that i'm like god dang it, I miss Braden, and I just kind of fall back to pieces at times. And uh, so I don't know what message is in there, but that's that's the reality of it for me. Nice. I don't know what else to say there. Yeah. So I think the, the guilt for feeling okay is probably normal. Totally. My response in, in conversation with my wife, she got, you know, just like, kind of feeling that guilt is like I as much as I can say this and 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 hope and I I I believe this but maybe it's not always true is I can't put a lot of weight into what other people say in in their in their evaluation of how I'm doing like like they can say that and it doesn't bother me one way or the other or doesn't lift me up or put me down or whatever it I know I know they mean well when they say those types of things. And I think that's, that's at the heart of it. I have to look at what they, what their intent is for whatever they say. What I know is to be true is that, yeah, I'm going to be okay. And, and there's going to be some good days and there's going to be some tough days and I'm going to accept them as they come and not, and try not to over analyze how I'm feeling at any particular time it is what it is and that's that's the advice you know I've given to not that I actively give advice because who the hell am I to give anybody (laughs) advice but the one thing that somebody told me or I read or whatever is whatever emotions you're feeling just feel them it's okay and and you're going to have the good days and bad days or good moments and bad moments and 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 that's okay and you're going to be pissed at times you're going to be angry and you're going to be whatever and uh, just feel them and, and, and know that that's part of the process. I'll tell you who you are. You are the ripper, rippler of love. <laughs> Remember? 
Did you make that up? A couple of minutes ago, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, I was thinking, um, what do you think about having some, a guest at some point to kind of share their experience with cancer? Most definitely. I would love to have a guest or some call-ins. I say that because recently I was with some friends um, that uh, the um, wife of or the the lady of our, our friends were has had recently um, kind of got the I don't know how you, how you even say it I'm such an idiot but uh, kind of battled and 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 kind of beat cancer I guess I don't know if that's the right word but went through, you know, a year and a half, almost two years of, of fighting breast cancer. And having talked to her and, and hear her perspective and a lot of similar things that you and I have talked about in terms of people not knowing what to say, how to say it, and um, or saying the wrong things in unintentionally and... Um, some, I mean, just some things I, I heard from her and was was super valuable for me to, to kind of wade into the pool with her and, and hear about her experience from learning about it day one to today of, of post and, and, the, and, the, and the fear that it's always going to come back and always living with that fear that it's just, it's lingering around you all the time, even though you've quote unquote beat it, it's still there and it's still in your life. Very interesting. And, uh, I would love to hear how, you know, it's interesting how people totally treat you differently now. Huh? Right. Yes. Well, very similar. I mean, things we've talked about right. too, where people have, you know, approached you know, or don't know how to, you know, they don't know how to talk to some, not everybody. I don't want to, you know, make this too broad, but you know, some people really struggle with the words to say or how to approach or not to, you know, not to say th certain things and mm -hmm. kind of overanalyze to a point where sometimes they say nothing. And, and, and my understanding or, you know, experience talking to, to this person I'm referring to has very similar experiences, you know, not, not a loss in their family, but, um, certainly a loss in a different way with getting, you know, getting that bad news, the C word. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to hear that. Yeah. So let's, let's put that on the docket. Down You'll have the, to find down some more road. microphones. Yeah. We can probably do that. Um, I think there's some microphone stores out there somewhere. So good stuff. Um, and, you know, in, in that light, I just wanted to say another another shout out or, um, you know, prayer to uh, to Harper out there and her battle and and uh, and anybody else that right now is is struggling or, or uh, battling whatever loss or disease or or setback that you're dealing with. Um, just know that uh, um, we're, we're thinking of you and, and praying for you and and. Uh, and wish all the best for you as, as you go through this. I don't know, you know, what else we can say or do, but just know that this, you're not alone, I think is the biggest thing. And, and, uh, and, uh, whatever you can gain from maybe hearing these words, I hope, hope it helps in some way. So word to that. Well, Paul, it's been real. Let's wrap it up. 
and uh, we'll catch everybody next time. So thanks everyone for, for tuning in and listening and uh, we'll catch you at the next podcast. Sounds good. Peace. Peace out everyone.